In a world where an audiovisual mode of communication is everything, with us being fed information and stories from every other person's perspective, it is very easy to lose your own voice. And getting used to a communication style where we see and hear exactly what someone wants us to see and hear can also limit our own thought process. It can block the flow of our imagination and maybe also lead us to lose our perspective to some extent. I feel like books help us break that barrier by being an interactive medium that makes us as much a part of the story and reading helps bring in that perspective that is original to us. Hello and welcome to The Punch Pod. My name is Panchreel and this is a podcast where I talk about creativity, art and everything in between. Today's episode is all about reading and why and how you can read more. So let's just begin. We are at the halfway mark for the year, which I refuse to believe by the way, 2020 was just now. Anyway, we're at the halfway mark of 2021 and that has made me a little introspective about why I do things and why I like doing what I like. One of the things I've always liked doing is reading. Reading, I think, gives us the ability to exist beyond just our physical selves and live lives that we may never even have imagined. It's kind of like an exercise in humility, empathy and compassion all rolled into one. Now, this episode is not just going to be me going on and on about reading and why I love it. It's a collaborative episode where I asked people just these two questions. Why do you read and how can one read more? So let's just get started. Oh, okay, before I forget, uh, I'm splitting this episode into two parts. The first is going to be the why and the next is going to be the how. So let's begin with part one. Why do you read? Why I read? Um, It feels like that's something I've done forever. Like that's just how it is. It's an essential. If, if we have to talk particularly about reading books, I'd say that it's a mixture of escapism plus just the sheer joy of listening to a good story or reading some solid writing. Like, sometimes you read something so wonderfully well-written that you have to close the book for a minute and just go, damn. And I do think reading is also an expressive outlet in a way. You use the medium to understand and process your own emotions so many times. You read to let yourself understand the emotions that you are feeling, to recognize your own experience and to give a name to it and to find someone who's had a similar experience. It's why people say reading tragedy helps sort yourself out, I suppose. I grew up around a lot of books and so I always had easy access to them plus my family was always uh, very supportive. So my first ever book was Matilda and I was really young when I read it but I was just fascinated that when I read it's like a whole movie playing just in my head that only I am watching. So uh, that's how it started. Yeah, I was always like a little introverted also so I guess I preferred reading over I guess going out and playing. Every time I was sad, every time I wanted to maybe zone out a little, every time I wanted to learn more, I was bored, I would just turn to books. When I was younger, I was a huge reader, but as I grew up, I lost the practice. So a couple of years ago, I got back into reading, one, to just get into the habit again, and second, because I'm a writer and it helps to read if you want to write better. 
if i were to narrow down years of my experience then the the top um, reason that comes to my mind is escapism i enjoy taking a break from my current reality by reading books because they help transport me into a more creative alternative if that makes sense the idea of li- of living in a make believe world and with those make believe characters for as long as i pleased seemed very appealing to me so any time i wanted to take my mind off people work or just the general feeling of helplessness in today's world then i resort to reading books to be transported into a happier place the second reason and the more important factor is that it helped nurture my creativity and imagination Uh, as a kid with every world that an author was creating for me it also meant that i was as much a part of the world's construction uh reading a book would mean that i could let my imagination take over and bring in a perspective that is honest to my own thoughts and experiences so every reading session would be a satisfying experience of nurturing my imagination and creating something that was mine and that that factor of creating something that was mine was very liberating to a point where i wouldn't be okay sharing my books my and my authors to other people because i felt like that was a part of my life that i you know wanted um to be just mine in a world where an audiovisual mode of communication is everything with us being fed information and stories from every other person's perspective it is very easy to lose your own voice so getting used to a communication style where we see and hear exactly what someone wants us to see and hear can limit our own thought process and resist the flow of our own imagination and maybe um, also lead us to lose our perspective to some extent I feel like books help us break that barrier by being an interactive medium that makes us as much a part of the story and makes us and helps us bring in a perspective in that sense because while reading I only read and perceive the story the way I want to so instantly a lot of my creativity comes into play and that is something I thoroughly enjoy um it makes me feel centered it makes me feel more connected to myself and the world around me and it quietens down the rest of the noise in my head and in the world it's amazing to be able to see the world through someone else's eyes and live in someone else's shoes for a little bit it really opens up your mind um especially when i was younger i read a ton of non fiction and i work in journalism now and books are definitely the best way to educate yourself about the world uh but Non-fiction can be a little heavy. Right now I'm back to my fiction roots. It's very escapist and for the hours that I'm reading, I am not surrounded by covid or, you know, somebody wants oxygen, somebody needs an ambulance, uh my boss is giving me more work, things of that nature. I'm just in a curated space with a guide walking me through a world and it's really the deepest part of someone else that they're choosing to share with you and you're on a journey along with them, uh letting go of the rest of your world for that time. I'm just along for someone else's journey which ultimately nourishes me. It keeps me sharp and compassionate and curious and it's a very natural way for me to unwind and get back get myself together before facing another day of putting on the more professional quote unquote together person that you have to show the world. In books you can just be messy because someone else is taking the lead and you're just following. The reason why I read I would say is um you know I read honestly to kind of Uh, tune off from the screens 
I think that's a very big factor for me because uh, in terms of information and in terms of knowledge, uh, I think the internet is also brilliant, right? Like be it, uh, you know, via podcast, uh, audio books, which are of course another form of books or even, you know, apps and courses and whatnot. But what I think uh, books, uh, especially in today's day and age, what it's providing is the experience of not having to look at a screen. It's a very personal experience and that's why I read. And it's like a direct conversation that I'm having with uh, you know the author and there's so many uh, volumes of uh, experiences that are there in just that small little book and so much of time that it takes there are different reasons to read different genres of books and to generalize it gives me an opportunity to look at things from someone else's mind and knowing the other perspective also helps me in building my own in a certain way um, the first question was why do i read this is a really difficult question to answer. I have been reading all my life, but I stopped for a really long time when I was in college and also in high school, I think. But I began, I picked up reading last year because of the global pandemic. Don't know if you've heard about it, but I uh, had a lot of time on my hands and I was very sad. I picked up an Agatha Christie, I think, and it just reminded me of how much I loved reading and so I got back into it. So I guess you could say the reason I read now is to... I, I mean, the, the idea that there are so many books out there that I haven't read yet, like good books. Like I just read Little Women this year, as in this month. So just the idea that there are so many amazing books out there that I haven't gotten to yet. Books that will like speak to my soul. Honestly, that thought fills me with panic. So that's why I read, because I feel like I cannot rest until I have read all the books that will change my life. <laughs> I guess everyone started off reading a lot as a kid, but then technology happened and then life happened, be it college or school or jobs or whatever. But I guess as each of us is growing up, we're all kind of going back to doing what we loved when we were kids, which I think is very cool. My reasons for reading keep changing over the years. Like, like right now, I'm reading a lot of anti-caste literature written by Dalit authors and authors from marginalized communities. Because I belong to one such community and my privilege so far has shielded me from the realities of how things still are and how things were. I never really saw my people being represented in mainstream media or films or even the kind of literature that was available or being read popularly in my school or college. I guess what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way is through literature and through reading, I'm trying to figure out who I am, where I stand and where I belong. I hope that makes sense. Yogesh Maitre in his book, Singing, Thinking, Anti-Caste, has put into words what I've been feeling and I think this is why I'm reading a lot of anti-caste literature, especially now. What is memory? Its textual definition says that it is a faculty of the mind that restores information. But how come some communities, or at least some people, have memories of their great-great-great-great-great-grandfather and some of us don't even know the names of our father or mother or of our grandparents, nor do we even have any information about them. How come the few who have these memories of their past are proud of it, while most of us don't even have that? Memory dies if it is not passed on to the next generation. Our communities simply do not have a bridge of communication that can lead us to the history of our families. In the absence of such community histories, Sooner or later, we are enslaved or found governed by those dominant and oppressive ideologies of state and society that are powerful. It is because of Dalit literature that I can imagine the historical self of my grandparents and come to an understanding of their circumstances, 
struggle and survival. It is because of this literature that I can feel respect for their existence. It is in these fractured memories and painful lives that Dalit writers have found a sense of belonging and history. And it is in this textual memory that I find the abode of my history today. I hope that made sense. Um, if it didn't, it's cool. Literature and reading is very personal to everyone. I was just sharing my experience. So yeah, that is why I read. The answer will probably change in a year or maybe in a month, but it hasn't changed for a very long time now. Okay, so that was a little bit serious. I, I took it to a little personal space, but let's move on to the how to read more part. Let's switch the music. Let's put on some nice chill lo-fi and talk about how you can read more. Actual actionable steps on how to read more. Let's begin. Reading more is something that I've tried and been quite unsuccessful at. Uh, sometimes, say, even if I try to read an article online, I begin it, but then I tend to bookmark it and say, I'll come back to it on a rainy day. And then I just go back to Instagram to scroll for easier dopamine. I suppose the only thing that's actually worked in getting me to read as an adult is not berating myself for not reading enough. And I just started carrying a book around with me and reading it whenever I could, like I did when I was a kid. For instance, when I'm waiting for my food to arrive in a restaurant or a cafe, uh, when I'm sitting in the tram or even in the kitchen after I give tadka and before I put the sabzi in, finding five minutes or 30 seconds of time to squeeze in a sentence or two. It's gotten me through a lot of books. Second question was that how do I ensure that I keep reading? So I actually had gotten pretty bad at it once I grew up, once high school started, once college started specifically, because uh, other things took priority, I guess, but I would always miss that part of me. So uh, I kind of started from scratch again, wherein I would take baby steps. Like I would, you know, like specifically try, make it a point to read at least one chapter, 10 pages every day, that kind of a thing. And I tried e-reading also, but that's totally not my thing because I'm not that comfortable, even though it's like more eco-friendly and stuff. But yeah, so um, I made it a point to, you know, maybe at least read one book a month, which was a huge gap because earlier I used to finish books overnight. So I started taking baby steps all over again and I used to set reminders in my phone that today you have to read and all of that. A lot of people might disagree and say that that kind of takes the fun out of it if you're forcing yourself to read. But the thing is that if you haven't read for a really long time, your attention span starts dwindling. So um, you kind of have to, you know, make it a point to inculcate that reading time in your day so that you can have that attention span back. I feel like to read more, A, um, make it a routine to do it. And uh, B, just keep discovering, you know, new stuff. Like uh, they have these Instagram accounts and generally also, so, you know, find people who maybe like reading the same stuff as you or, you know, people who can talk about it. So if you have like a network, a circle of people who are as into reading as you are, they will kind of, you know, support you through it and make you want to read more. Thirdly, I personally am also in the field of, you know, like... Uh, 
fiction content creation so a lot of the times it a reading helps a lot with my writer's block as well so sometimes when i'm stuck or when i feel like writing but i don't i feel like i don't have anything to write i occasionally turn to you know some books that i know that i loved at a point i flip through them i read a few chapters and it also gives you inspiration so i feel like as a creator though you should definitely definitely have a habit of reading more because the more you read the more you will know the more you will be inspired one thing that i have understood is that uh, as much as a reading time would help kind of functioning your brain to think that this is a schedule as something that has to be done is also going to resent you um or make you want to resent that habit a little more so the only way is to look at this as something that you want to do rather than something that you have to do so you don't start waiting for an allotted time and instead start reading at every given break that you have or whenever you feel like it for that matter of fact I also try to come up with a reward system because I have a lot of books that I want to read already uh but I am a little lazy to read them so I say that for every book that I already have that I finish I can gift myself with a new book that I want to read so this way it's almost like one for the heart one for the soul so I can also finish my existing collection and soothe my soul with the new ones that I want to read So of course you know there's the whole it's almost become a cliche now that people order eight books at a time and they don't read a single one but I think for me what's the scenario now is that I kind of order three books at a time and I kind of start parallelly with all three of them right like uh, there are three books that I start and uh, I pick up one like whatever interests me the most I pick up with that uh, I read that fully and then I complete the other two so I take it like a step by step sort of a thing although I start with a very rugged approach uh, but I don't order too many in one go I think that's that's key in in, in this regard But yeah that's that's how I consume more books it's it's off to this three pronged approach whatever suits me the best start with that and then commit to the other two um I I you know order books that I think and I know that I'll read because oftentimes you know the premise or the synopsis might seem uh something that may interest you but you don't have the intention of reading but I buy the books with the intention of reading uh and sometimes to decorate my screen on zoom calls yeah that's about it So for me it is quite simple you keep doing something if it is successful in getting a hold on your attention so fiction is a great way to begin actually because it is not factual first of all and it has an end so you are curious to get to that end so you finish that book so i think it is a good way to cope up with times when you don't tend to read much the way i read more is by keeping myself motivated i watch a lot of content around books i watch a lot of youtubers and tiktoks and stuff that people create about books so that keeps me motivated i get distracted too much while reading which i think happens to a lot of people i tend to buy the audiobook so i can listen to it while reading so my mind stays in one place or i can even switch between them if i'm not feeling like physically reading my book The biggest piece of advice I would have for someone who wants to read more is to start small. The biggest mistake I've seen so many people make is after 5 years of not reading they'll try and pick up some like Tolstoy or Dostoevsky or some 800 page, you know, existential war novel. Don't do that. Like you will give up in 20 pages if you start something that heavy. It's like starting cycling and then you're like, yeah, I will cycle Mount Everest. 
no like first cycle to the kirana wala dukan you know down the road so start with something small start with a short story start with a novella or even poetry if that's if a short story is too much start with something you can finish in one sitting and that also gives you that dopamine or serotonin or whatever rush of having finished something so then you're more likely to come back as opposed to an 800 page book which you're like oh when will i finish this start with graphic novels start with comic books there's this really nice app called webtoon which is a korean webcomic app uh, of course they have material in english and i definitely recommend that to someone who's looking for a free source of really good visually readable material um they're a little different from graphic novels and comics because you sort of just scroll down them the page layout's different uh but otherwise they're the same it, it's a graphic narrative second one is start with writers you enjoy don't read quote unquote good books because they're good like you know tolstoy or dostoevsky or whatever um definitely if you have any reader friends who know your taste and your personality ask them for recommendations or spend some time on goodreads which is like a social media site for books read reviews read synopsis read ratings to find a book that you think will click with you and that you will have the mental capacity to sit through because not every book is for every person and especially in the beginning it's very important to really find something that clicks with you maybe you have a favorite childhood author start with enid blyton there's really no shame in that you know pick up what you were reading when you were a kid uh, keep it light and fun in the beginning and then slowly you'll be able to build up to more uh, challenging work third thing is build a habit of bedtime reading um this has immense mental benefits like you will sleep so much better you will feel so much better uh but that aside it's easier to build this reading habit when you don't have something else happening after your reading session you can sort of just drift off and reading is very meditative so you there will be a point where once you're deep enough in it you will just drift off uh but it's like if i'm reading at 8 o'clock in the morning and then at 9 o'clock i have to start my work day i can't really get into that flow that good reading is made out of um so even you know 20 30 pages at the end of a day they they build up to something much bigger um so i was to build a habit of bedtime reading uh my only thing is don't read webtoon or anything on your laptop or phone uh in that time kindle still fine but other technology will sort of mess up your eyes and your sleeping schedule so try and have a kindle or a paper book don't use your laptop or phone at night for reading and also if it helps have background music play lo-fi hip hop play chill step it's like 70% of your brain will be engaged in the reading and 30% will want to jump around so have something that can just engage the 30% don't have you know odd time signatures or something that you have to really pay attention to just something that can set the zone for uh, the rest of your reading um the last one that sort of encompasses and is related to all the points before but don't look at reading as a chore there are a lot of people um like productivity junkies in that sense who are like i will read all the books i will imbibe all the knowledge um i will read all the summaries you know there's people who use that app i'm not sure what it's called to that summarizes books and they're like yeah the more i tear through this the more enlightened i will be it doesn't work like that books don't work like that they need a slow engagement um and that and that's not going to be sustainable if you look at it as a chore or something like if i read 50 books i will become enlightened um that's absolutely the wrong approach in my opinion um and don't look at it like that so don't overcomplicate it look at it as a place to let go and fully be yourself even if you are looking at it for enlightenment or productivity or uh self improvement 
stay with that one book at a time and really absorb everything that it's giving you instead of worrying about the next one and the next one and the next one or if and if you don't like a book feel free to drop it my my rule is generally 50 pages if after 50 pages i feel like dropping a book i drop a book because it's not going to get that much better but stay with something for 50 pages and yeah if it's fun it's fun great keep doing it if it's not it's fully up to you to drop it there is a lot there are a lot of books in the world that are never going to get read uh, and that's fine it's okay for you to drop things and move on to things that are more fun uh the journey is literally the destination so make it fun and relaxing without bringing in the person you're trying to be you're expecting to be or want to be just be very present and have fun with it um i don't know the only i mean the only way to do it is to do it i feel uh i have this really bad habit of just um opening reddit and scrolling through um the this subreddit called 52 books i think of 52 weeks i think it's 52 books where basically people just post about all the books that they're reading and um with the goal of reading 52 books in the year so that's one book per week so i have this really bad habit of opening reddit opening that subreddit of 52 books or uh, suggest me a book that's another sub and just looking at all the books that people recommend looking it up on goodreads seeing if i might like it and then adding it to my to read list so my to read list is never less than 100 books long and it's very i'm making my way through it really slowly because the rate at which i add books to it is so much greater than the rate at which i read those books so i guess one way is to just find a group or space or community where books are recommended that resonate with you and sometimes when you find a story that's interesting i feel like everyone can read they just need to find the books that will do it for them if you know what i mean so i think once you find that sweet spot for me it is um murder mysteries i can never uh, resist a good murder mystery even if it's a bad murder mystery uh unfortunately i can't resist it for me it's murder mysteries also epistolary novels so things that are written as letters diary entries etc can't resist them just finding that sweet spot of books that do it for you and then just getting more and more and more of them and reading all of them that's just the way to do it i feel <laughs> i don't know if this is helpful but yep so i'm going to try my best to condense all of the points that everyone spoke about in a list of sorts how to read more start small if you can't read novels start with short stories or comic books Set apart a fixed time in your day to read. It can be as little as 10 minutes in the beginning and then you can start increasing it little by little. Now, this one's very important. Figure out your intention behind reading. Why do you want to read? Do you want to read more for academic purposes? Do you want to read more because you want some sort of a specialized knowledge or do you want to read more just for the fun of it? Do not, and I repeat, do not feel ashamed at all for reading what you enjoy. Reading is very personal and Not everything you read has to be high literature. Not everything you have to read has to be a classic. You know, sometimes what one needs is just reading Twilight or some vampire diaries type novel and just switching off, because that's what books are to most people: escapism. Read multiple books at a time. Keep switching between two or three books, and eventually you'll end up reading all of them. It is okay to stop reading a book or just drop a book if it does not hold your attention at all. Read with a pencil in hand. I found this especially useful uh, when I'm reading non-fiction. 
to mark points of interest or highlight stuff that I found very interesting. Knowledge will only compound if it is retained. What matters is not simply reading more books, but getting more out of each book that you read. This quote is from one of my subscribers blog. Samyak, thank you so much for sending it in. And I think this quote holds especially true while reading nonfiction. Because I think most people read nonfiction to, to learn something new. And note taking and marking in books helps retain more information, I've found. Follow Booktubers, Bookstagram pages, subreddits for reading inspo. In the show notes and description, I've added a few of these booktubers and bookstagrammers and subreddits, so you can just have a look there. Find people who read interesting stuff. Or what you can do is if two or three of your friends want to start reading together, you can all set up some sort of an accountability system where each week one person updates the other as to how much they have read. So I think it's kind of like a healthy competition of sorts. But then again, reading is not a competition. Uh, but I've done this before and it has really helped. So yeah. Oh, and last point, the most important point of them all, have fun reading. Enjoy reading. Don't see it as a chore. Don't see it as something you have to do. Unless you have to do it for college, then it is a chore. But read for joy. Read for yourself. Read because it sparks joy. Okay, that was it. The ultimate crowdsourced guide on how to read more. This entire month, I'm going to be making content only related to books, uh, kind of experimenting with talking about books and books that I love for a change. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to this on audio only, most of the book related content is going to be up on my YouTube. I'm thinking of putting them up as podcast episodes as well, but I don't know if it will translate that well into just an audio only experience. Will I become a booktuber by the end of this? Let's see. And now I'd just like to thank everyone who agreed to be a part of this video. Krisan, Revati, Nishtha, Sujay, Ankita, Manasvi, Sahana, Shubham, Srivar, Sweta and Samyak. Thank you so so much for sending your answers in and agreeing to be a part of this. And yeah, that was it for this episode. I really hope you liked it. And uh, this is the end of the episode. I don't know how to end this now. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you in the next one. Bye.